This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. everybody, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG Cast. For some reason, when you introduced it as, and this is the MFG Cast, I think I thought you should have said this was the MFG Cast. Because <laughs> that's what I say at the end. It is. <laughs> but we haven't even done anything yet. No, we haven't. So I kind of... If you Hello saw, and goodbye. <laughs> if you saw a perplexed face, it was because I think I thought you should have said was. Oh, nice. Okay, so everyone knows how this episode is going to go. Just perfect. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode, we're going to talk about a BG stat challenge that we have set up for ourselves. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about what we've been playing recently. Well, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So we've purchased a few games here and there, and we also played some old games. So what do we want to talk about first? Well, if we look at our plays on BG Stats, um, and maybe we need to talk about BG Stats first. Sure, go for it. A little bit. Um, BG Stats is a an app that I have on my phone. We only have one copy of the app because we don't want to pay for it twice, mm-hmm. which makes sense because if I'm tracking our plays and things like that, why should Kurt too? Yeah. So it's basically, like I alluded to, an app that tracks plays. You can set up challenges for yourself or for um, your group of friends or you and your significant other or whatever you want to do to um, see what you can do throughout the year or through a set period of time. You can track your library of games. Um, Do any of those types of things. You can add games to your game library as you acquire them. You can remove them. And then you just track the number of plays also that you have. So then at the end of the year, you can see how much you played games, how much you've played certain games, how much you've kind of gone across the board to play games, or maybe how much you've not played games. Yeah, and it breaks it down a little bit more than that too. So like, it'll it'll have like percentages of games won and oh yeah, you track, highest score and stuff like that. Yep. So you can track the scores of the people that you're playing those games with too, and you can add additional players. So if you commonly play with maybe one or two other people, that's fine, and you can track their scores. But if you're going to play maybe like a party game or something, you can track everybody's score in there so you can look at it maybe later. And or not try to remember, hey, the last time I played this game with so-and-so, I scored 30, they scored 32 or something like that. You you can look back on BG stats to see what it is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Cool. Well, we don't have to do that in the... Uh... And uh, talking about 
Oh, yeah. Our BG stat Which, challenge, but... Well, we can talk about the challenge then. For sure. Yeah. But, um, and then also with BG stats, it's a one-time pay at this point. So we don't have to pay like every year to use it. I think we paid five bucks and it's ours. Yeah. yeah. And I have, to use. And I feel like it's been worth the money a whole hundred percent. I would agree. So back to your initial question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I went on a little bit of a um, adventure there. Yep. I think we should just kind of talk about, since we haven't really talked about what we've been playing, because we've done the last couple episodes, game episodes have been um, reviews. Or previews. Yep. Or previews. We should just kind of think back to, well, or use BG stats to mm-hmm. look to see what we, we have been playing farther back and then move forward, Yeah, I think. For sure. So what's the first one we're going to talk about? Have you talked about this yet? I don't think I have. Um, so I purchased a solo game thinking that I would probably play it myself, but I'd love for Tracy to play it as well. Um, it's a solo game called Under Falling Skies. And this is a game that it makes me think of the old uh, video game Space Invaders where um, you have a bunch of aliens that are coming to attack you and the certain cities and you're basically trying to defend yourselves from the alien invasion. So it's got this long board and you roll these dice and you play, you're placing dice in certain spots and depending upon where you place those dice you would actually get certain things like you can do research which would help you to find a way to defeat the or to help yourselves defend from these aliens you also have jets that can attack you also have what else do you have you have energy that you need to actually acquire to do all of those things because if you don't have the energy enough to do it you won't be able to fight off enough and other things well oh. when i'm looking at it, it looks like it's only a one player game it is, but it also says that you can play two players cooperatively if you wanted oh, to. okay. Well, and I know we played specifically solo games together, meaning like we're sitting side by side, and you'll watch how I'm playing it or vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at BGG, and I saw that it says it's one player's. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of funny. Because one is not plural, but uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, it suggests that you could play two players cooperatively if you wanted to, which I think is actually a pretty great idea. It's one of those that's highly rated Mm -hmm. um, on BGG right now. It's at a 7.7, but it's one of those that I've always heard that people are just so psyched about. And um, now that I've played it, I really, I get where the excitement comes from. It has like your, like your first easy kind of like, oh, here, this is how you play it. It'll kind of show you. And it's got one of the easier cities to play. And then you can upgrade, you can do other cities to add to the board because you actually kind of create your board. And the cities have certain scenarios and stuff like that that make it a little bit harder or easier. Also, the there's another board where the the evils, or the evil, the alien spaceships come down. Well, they're probably evil aliens. Yes. And you can actually flip that board too if you want a harder experience. And then after that, they also have a whole campaign that you can do if you feel like you're up for that, which I haven't delved into yet. I've just played like the starter version of the game and then um, one of the other cities, city levels. Actually was able to do pretty darn good, but then, um, yeah, I want to do better with other stuff there too. So that'll be fun. 
Yeah, so another great game by CGE. If you don't need, if you don't know CGE, that's the makers of Code Names and stuff like that. So oh yeah, yeah, I really like that game. I just one of those that I, I've played it a couple of times. I'm like, man, I'm really getting into these solo games that are really fun, like that and Maki and stuff like that. So yeah, it's it's a lot of people don't like playing solo games because you don't get the social interaction of it. But I like it because it's like a mental challenge for me, and I like doing games like that so and it's always fun you, and you talk to yourself so like it does it's not like you miss out on the social interaction because yeah. you like collaborate with yourself yes just kidding no you're not because usually when i'm playing <laughs> i'm playing a solo game downstairs tracy's doing resin work and then she's like who are you talking to i'm like shut up I'm playing or, a game. or i think he's talking to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i just i, I do that i do that a lot though i'm always i do too that. but not typically when you're yeah. around i guess yeah okay sorry sorry for teasing you <laughs> okay i'm sure all of us do that yeah exactly at one point in our lives. another one that we have for plays is um downtown farmer's market but of course we did a review preview kind of review on did it we do i <laughs> i never i'm always like review preview whatever yeah, usually what i call is like if a game has already been published, basically, it's, like, actually done, and they send it to us, then I call that a review. For a preview, it's usually one that's going to be on a Kickstarter, and then... It's, it's like a peekaboo. And it, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your face was awesome. Know, you I'm did like, not expect that. I'm like, I don't know where to go from here. Hey, it was good. Yes, it was. It was and good. And then, terrible. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that means that like the final game isn't quite made yet because sometimes when games have Prototypes a Kickstarter, it's stuff, yeah, yeah, it's still not quite. Yeah, finished. I know. I just I just say what I want. <laughs> you do. Peekaboo. Oh, yeah, you sure do. Okay, so we won't talk about that again because if you haven't listened to that episode, you'll hear our feelings on that game or what we think. Yep. Obviously, that would be our feelings. Mm-hmm. The next one is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. I kind of. I feel like I keep going back and forth going, did we talk about this? I Maybe we did just barely, or maybe I dreamt that we talked about it. But On the Rocks is a game that has been in our game collection for a very long time, and we'll kind of allude to this a little bit more when we get into our topic at hand. Mm -hmm. But On the Rocks is a game that we, did we play it more than once? No, we did not. No, we only played it the one time. We played it one time, but it's been in our collection for a long time, and it has some crazy cool components. Sure does. It has a lot of marbles, a and you're trying to... Marbles. I was going to say feed. Well, you kind of... You're filling orders, basically. Filling. I was going to say feed people. <laughs> feed people drinks? Yes, yes. Um, fancy schmancy drinks based on strategy of placing them in... Little silicone bowls around their around the game board, so to speak, or the game table, and there's cards for. A, I just you, you kind of shrugged off. No, I just thought you weren't going to talk about this that much, and now you're going into the whole game. So I just was oh wondering. no, I was just going to say there's there's oh when I said I wasn't going to talk about it, I meant I wasn't going to talk about our challenge on BG stats. Oh, until okay, later. gotcha. So sorry. Still, quick overview. Yeah. So where I was talking about was then there's cards that you acquire for tips, and they can help you enhance your gameplay too. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into that. 
but basically you're trying to serve the most customers and acquire the most victory points. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. But I was like floored by the components of this game. Yeah. Like little silicone bowls, like cool marbles, like not like your cat's eye marble and stuff like that. There was like gold marble, gold looking marbles and like, I don't know, just really cool. Yeah. Uh, that's the, what do, you, what do you call it? The presentation of the game is really cool. Oh yeah. Indented, like, uh, not indented boards, but. Yeah, you're pretty much right though. So your player, Matt, has um, spots where the marbles would sit in Mm -hmm. the board so that they don't roll around unless you're not coordinated like me and they just roll away. Yeah, me too. At certain points. um, But it's like they thought of every little detail. Yeah, for sure. Or component of the game. Yeah, and the the game plays really well too. So it's... Yeah, I want to play it again. All in all, a very fun game to play. Yes. Um, why don't you talk about the next thing? Sure. So we played a couple of uh, older games as yes, well. Yes, we did. Which is, uh, it goes differently from what we'll be talking about later. But we played uh, Sea of Clouds by Yellow Games. That's a game that I feel like is very underrated, really. You may not have even heard of it. Exactly. But um, basically what it is, is you are pirates... Of the clouds, basically. Of the Sea of Clouds. Sea of Clouds, yep. And you are collecting certain things like rum and certain, um, like, items. What do they call them? They call them something. Objects, yes. Um, You're also... What a complicated word. Yeah. You're also trying to have certain strength uh, strength of pirates because uh, there are certain points in the game where you actually can plunder doubloons. Where you can like either steal from your fellow players, or you can just take from the from the pile and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's just it's one of those games that it's like a set collection, really quick, easy to learn, easy to play kind of game. And it's just one of those that every time we play it, I'm like, gosh, I want to play that again. I really like it. Mm-hmm. And it plays well as a two player game, but it's fun game to play as a three player game, mm-hmm. and really fun to play as a four player game because we've played it with all those different types of amounts um, of players. Um, we were introduced to this game back when we went to um, Game Hole Con in Madison, like years ago. Yeah, it feels like. And that was uh, the first time I had ever heard of this game. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go and buy it as soon as we played it. Mm-hmm. I, maybe we only played it as a three player game. Oh. No, I think we played four because we played it oh, at, yeah, it was me, at you. the con, right? Yep, there's four of us. Yeah. I don't know math. Um, <laughs> so that's how we were introduced to it. And then we bought it and we had to introduce it to Logan when we got home. He liked it. Then we continued to play it with him and just the two of us. And mm-hmm. Which reminds me, I think we should haul it out and play it with him again, see if he still likes it. For sure. But we played a couple games of that, actually, because we really like it. Yeah, for sure. Kurt kicked my butt. I am so um, sorry. If I look on BG stats, there's evidence, and that's unfortunate. That's not what happens when somebody wins on BG stats. <laughs> that's only when I win. You hear, mah, mah. when Tracy loses, yeah, that win. is what happens. You win most games, so no, I'm true. always excited when I can get a win against you. And then... Another, he alluded to another older game, mm-hmm. and that's Mercado. And Kurt 
I think we've talked about this in the past on episodes like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But also you did a little things I love about Mercado on YouTube. So mm-hmm. check that out. Look it up. But um, why don't you talk about Mercado? Yeah. So Mercado is one of those. It's a bag building game where you are taking out certain uh, little um, round tiles out of your bags and you're using those to collect certain things. So like you're collecting either uh, special items or you're collecting perfume. Um, They also have a couple of random uh, tiles that are certain people and you you can get certain things from them as well. The one thing that I really like about this game that kind of flips it on its head, the the um, scoring track, you are starting from the start space on your on that track, and you can literally pick any space on that. And as you go along on this track, there are certain bonuses that you get that could either be good or bad for you. So like they have like these uh, the the round white tiles or whatever you want to call them. I can't think of what those are what those are actually discs. called. Discs. I would maybe you. call them a They're disc. They're discs. Thank you. That's exactly what they are. They, I don't that's know why what I they look like to out. me. Um, the white discs are wild and you can use those to make them any color of something to help get you items. But once you use them the one time they're out of your they're out of your bag and back into a pile, but you can get them eventually later. You also have some uh, black discs that are in your bag that are basically their uh, like junk basically you can't use them for anything they're just there to kind of muck up your bag yep yep and um you basically what you do is you just the first person that gets around from the start all the way around that track to where you guys started that's the finish line you do one more round depending upon player count and where you are in the in the turn order and then once you're done you just see whoever's furthest on that track and whoever's the furthest wins it's one of those that we, we've talked about a few times before, and I really, I don't know. It's just one of those that it's so simple, and yet it's just really fun. I just realized that, like, if you put if you make a game and it, it is a bag-building game, I'm totally in. So, like, you've got that. You've got Orleans. You've got well, um, in- uh, Quacks of Quinlanburg. Like, that, it just, it's just, that just, those always just capture me, and I really love them. Well, and I know some people don't like that because it's like the luck of the draw from the bag. But I think this one, I mean, besides having those black discs kind of hose up your hand, I still think there's so much opportunity on the different car, or not car, well, yeah, people and objects and things that are out there that you can earn points and collect additional discs and uh, movement on the track that even if you draw a what do what do they call that draw uh, draw one of those black discs yeah they're just, that it's they, they call them like because the uh, the different colors represent different things so like the gold is gold silver is silver i think blue is like sapphire and stuff like that so it represents like different kind of metals and stuff like that the black is um, counterfeit is what they call it. Counterfeit, yes. Yeah. So what I was saying was if you end up drawing a counterfeit in your turn, you still typically have the opportunity to place other gems or jewels out on other spots to be able to proceed throughout the game. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and that happens to other people too, yeah. So, I mean, yes, it's a luck 
ish based game, but there's more going on more going on with it than that. Yeah, there's a and that's why I like games like that. Like like I mentioned Orleans. That's a good one too, where like again, same thing. There's a lot of luck based in drawing, but there's so much other things there's so many other things going on that you can make it so where it, even if you pull bad, you can still make your way to getting good points to win the game and yeah. anyway. Well, and if I remember correctly, this one was just something, I don't know if I saw somebody playing this on a Facebook page or if I just saw a, maybe a sale of this one on Amazon or something like that for like super cheap. And I was like, what the heck, let's get it. And I ordered it maybe like 10 or 15 bucks or something like that. And we had not heard anything about it. We knew nothing about this. And it was like the biggest fly, or it was the biggest, or it's the best decision for us to just fly by the seat of our pants and buy it. Because Mm -hmm. we've played, I remember one summer we sat in the porch and played the crap out of this game. Yeah. Like, it was beautiful outside. We sat in the porch. We played it over and over and over again until it was time for bed. (laughs) <laughs> like, I rem- I don't know if you remember that. Yep. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that that says that's a pretty good game if uh, if you can do that. I was going to see who, because I can't, is it, who makes this game? Cosmos. Cosmos. Yep. I couldn't, re- I knew it was somebody. Thames and Cosmos, our friends. And it's uh, Rudger. Rudiger. Rudiger Dorn, mm-hmm. which seems familiar. I wonder what else he does. He does Luxor, Las Vegas, Istanbul, Istanbul, Karuba. We love Karuba. Mm-hmm. Karuba, Karuba is awesome. Yeah, he does a lot of other things we really like too. So, yeah, good guy. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so that's pr- a lot of what we've been pr- playing recently and stuff like that. But we've also been playing some other things because we decided that we wanted to play this challenge. We wanted to do this challenge that we have on BGG or BG Stats. I'm sorry. So Which what, is connected to BGD. Yeah, for sure. So we decided to do a challenge that is a shelf of opportunity. So we've got some games that we haven't played. Some are open, some are not. <laughs> some we open just to look at them. Yes. Apparently. Yep, and then they just sat there and we decided, you know what, we need to start playing these darn things. And I think some of them we might have... You may have played, I haven't played, I've yes. played, you haven't played, Yes. or we've played on Board Game Arena, but we haven't played physically in person. Yeah, so we included a lot of games there yep. where we, we this challenge is more for me and Tracy than it is for like the board games in particular, really, if you yeah. think about it that way. And um, the list actually grew because as we were buying games after we started this challenge, we would add them to this. Now we've said, no way. <laughs> There's no way we can continue to add more games because technically, they're yes, they're on our shelf of opportunity because we haven't played them yet, but we literally just purchased them. Why do we have to throw them on this yet? Yeah, for sure. So we axed that idea. Yeah, for sure. So I can't remember how many games were originally on this challenge, but we decided to write the challenge as a X number of games that we have to play once mm-hmm. because we figured we'd probably play them more than once. Yeah. And there are, as it stands right now, 67 games. Yeah. 
that we said we wanted to play all 67 games at least one time in the next 365 days. And the 365 days ran or runs from January 1st of this year to December 31st. That's correct. So I want to say it probably started with 57 games, Mm -hmm. and we've added 10 (laughs) since then, either because we forgot them or because we are silly and awesome at the same time and purchased more. Yeah. So where are we at right now, Kurt? Uh, We've played only six, but I... only? But I'd say because, you know, we also have lives... (laughs) and this podcast and other things going on, that that is actually pretty good for us. It is because those aren't the only games we've played. Correct. We've played other games, like we talked about. We've played Mercado. We've played, um, we had to do reviews. So we've played Downtown Farmer's Market. We played Sea of Clouds. We've played things that we've wanted to play because, oh, we've even played games that we just purchased because we wanted to, mm-hmm. that we didn't add to this. Uh, that's 9% of the challenge right now, mm-hmm. which seems kind of intimidating. But with that being said, we still have 301 days left yeah. to finish this challenge. Yeah, exactly. And it, it seems daunting because it's 67 games, which is like, oh my God, you know. And you also think about it too, like there's been months that we've gone by in the past where maybe we play a game a month. And that's because of just life getting in the way, you know, or, you know, maybe there's a month where maybe, you know, something happened with our family or maybe someone didn't feel good. You know, it's just like things just kind of happen. So I feel like we are kind of all in on this. Plus, you've had this BG Stats app for a while now. Mm -hmm. And now we're like, you know what, we need to we need to actually make our plays on there. We need to document our plays on there. And we need to actually look at this challenge and be like, okay, this is something we need to do instead of just being like, well, here's the here's the challenge and maybe we'll get to it. Like we've been cognizant of like, hey, we should play this and we should actually use do this challenge. So, right. So the cool thing about BG stats is it gives you a lot of they call it insights. So it gives you a lot of insights. Like, so for the year 2023. And we sometimes we forget to track, like when Kurt plays solo, because the the app is on my phone. Sometimes he forgets to track his plays. Yeah. But between plays and games in 2023 that we remembered to track, we played 36 times and 14 games. Nice. So good, bad, I don't know. Yes. Everyone, again, everyone's different. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty good because when we're recording this, this is the beginning of March 2023. Oh, yeah. I didn't we, even think about yeah, that. Yeah, we've only had two months. So, like, that's, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. That's saying we've played at least seven games a month. Whereas, I'm sure we forgot, in 2022, we had 51 plays. Oh, wow. That we, that we tracked. That we tracked, yeah. And 31 games that we played. Gotcha. So we're already on track to beating that. And, yeah. So, I mean, if you compare, like, we didn't do much for, and most of those plays were probably when we were in Arizona. We did. It was a blast playing with a uh, friend of the show, John Haremza. Finally got to get 
hook up with him and play some games in 2022. But yeah, yeah, I'd say we're well on our way to playing quite a few games and hopefully kicking this challenge's butt. It'll be great too because then it 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 gives us a outlook on the games that we haven't played. Like, okay, do these really need to be in our collection? Is it something that have we been passing some of these by because maybe we bought them on a whim or bought them for a good deal and maybe we don't need them or maybe it's one of those like we just you know we've been kind of lazy and we just well and i i feel like we do a really good job going through that stuff anyway but you're right it will be it'll be good for us to go through this and i think it adds an element of gameplay in our gameplay if that makes sense. So it makes a little kind of a little game or a challenge out of us exploring the stuff that we haven't done. Because I feel like otherwise they sit on the shelf for a billion years or I mean, because there are some of the games that we have on our challenge that we've probably had sitting on our shelf for years and years and years. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. And Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. So I, because I know for a fact that we played um, seasons on, I think Board Game Arena a long time ago with Taco. Well, and then we, I think we won it in an auction, maybe. Yeah. At a con that we haven't been to since that one time, <laughs> and that was what 2017, maybe. Maybe, maybe 2015, even. Oh yeah, yeah probably even then. So yeah. we've had that game that around that long. We have Dragoon that we haven't played yeah. when we got that at a Gen Con. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, our second Gen Con? Yeah, maybe the 2017 Gen Con, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, it's just sitting on ourselves, and we, for some reason, just passed it by. Again, it doesn't mean that it's a terrible game. It's just it's just one of those things where, yeah, for some reason, we just just haven't gotten around to playing it. And I, the, the thing that I think we've kind of talked about a little bit, and I don't know if I specified it before, but uh, with these BG, st- uh, BG stat challenges, it, it makes you, I'm trying to think of what it is, responsible for doing that. Like, again, it doesn't mean you're going to do it, but it has this thing where it's like, okay, I made this challenge of we're going to do these, we're going to play these games. Which oh. which we haven't always followed through yes. with them. But yes. this one is different because, you know, people have the 10 by 10 challenges yes. or whatever. And I think we tried that on here. And that, you know, this one makes sense because it'll give us some sort of variety. Mm-hmm. That's why I think we picked for us to just play this game once. Yes. And, and it doesn't mean that we don't, we'll never play it again. Yeah. It may yeah. if we play it and then we're like, ugh. Yeah. I don't really care for that game very much. Yeah. That's not for us, that's for somebody else. Yeah. And I think eventually I want to do something like that 10 by cha- 10 by 10 challenge again, but maybe make it smaller like a 3 by 3 and take like games that we want to learn the strategy of and really play those cuz sometimes I think in this hobby, you know, we want to play, we want to get the games that are, you know, the cult of the new or really popular or whatever. And then you play it a few times and then you never play it again. Or, you know, you, or it sits there for a while and you're like, well, I'm not going to play this really that much. And I don't feel like this is going to, I'm going to play this as much as other games. So I'm going to get rid of it somewhat. somewhat. Well, I think sometimes we don't go back to playing it because we have a lot of games. Yeah. And we want to play something else we have all intention to go back and play it but 
either it gets set aside or some other game comes up or, you know, we find a new one. Like we went and visited a board game shop like 20 minutes away. Really cool. We bought some more games. They ended up hitting this challenge Mm -hmm. and probably shouldn't have, but they are. They're on here and I'm excited to play them. So for sure. Um, we'll have to tell you about those on one of the episodes when we end up playing it. Yeah. So I think in our other episodes that we have for board, our board game episodes here, I think what we could do is we could kind of do like a little update every once in a while and be like, hey, this is what we did on our challenge. We played three games and these are what the games are and this is what we thought and like... Your head is bobbing. And if it's good to be in, no one can see that. Why I would know. you reference that? I know, but he's very excited. I'm about always, it. I'm very animated. Doot, doot, doot. Okay, no one can see that. Anyway. But they heard it. Well, it's funny. You give me a look, but you referenced it. How dare you? How dare you? Well, I couldn't concentrate because you were like, whoop, whoop, I'm sorry. Whoop. Sorry, I'm a bobblehead. But yeah, I think we could give people updates on, you know, what we played and, you know, what we thought and, you know, if it was good to put on the challenge or not. So be kind of fun to see where we go from there, and um, fingers crossed we can hit that challenge by the end of the year, which is so maybe far away. Maybe before. Yeah, maybe. Once it starts getting nice out and we can sit in the porch, wham, bam, maybe. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. Cool. Yeah, so we'll let you know. But until then, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was, was, get it, the MFG cast. Thanks for listening. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.